Welcome to Sew and Tell, where sewists from fashion theater and indie sewing bring their different perspectives to the hottest topics in the sewing community. I'm Meg Healy. I'm Kate Zeinard. And I'm Amanda Carestio. Today on the podcast, we're talking all about skirts, summer skirts, winter skirts, best skirt fabrics, favorite skirt patterns, and Meg's recent skirt pattern comparison. We'll each share a, a little something in our Sojo segment, then we'll ask you to share something too. But before we get started, how's everyone doing? I'm doing pretty well. Uh, it's Monday, so I'm a little bleh, but we're holding it together. <laughs> How are you feeling, Amanda? You might be feeling nice after your relaxing getaway weekend. Oh, yes. Yes. Um, We had a lovely weekend getaway to the mountains. Um, I did contemplate bringing my sewing machine, but decided not to. Were you actually? You were actually? I was. Really? Well, I mean, it it was kind of like mini vacation, and I like sewing when there's not a deadline, and... But it was it was good that I didn't take it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel because I came back and I'm like ready to sew a bunch oh, of that's, stuff. That's so good. So that was that's kind of a lovely um, outcome, I think. Yeah, I'll take it. Lovely weekend. Awesome. How about nice. you, Meg? Well, I have some very, very exciting news to share that happened over the weekend. So exciting. Yay! We got another bunny. <gasps> I'm literally looking at them right now. They're almost nose to nose. Like they have bonded so quick. Like it has just been absolutely amazing. Like Burry is just like we were we were just going back and forth. Like, do we want to get another rabbit? You know, maybe Burry's, you know, she wants to just live out the rest of her life alone. But then we were looking at old videos of her and Bunny together and she just seemed happier. And so we just looked at each other. We're like, okay, we need to get her another pair bond. And we found the perfect, the perfect male pair bond, same age. And he's a bit smaller, but he has really cool coloring. I just didn't want to be reminded of Bunny. Like, I just wanted a new, a new look. Um, And it is just this, he is such a sweetie. Um, his uh, his previous owner came by on and brought him because she wanted to feel comfortable leaving with uh, him at a home, and so we just watched him for two hours. And she was just so happy that he was going to a good home, and she was very thankful and excited about the bunny partnership. And it's just Aww. Julian and I have like just spent all like weekend and just staring at them, and just oh, it, they're so cute. So I'm just. Our, our house just feels like whole again. It's just like the bunnies are happy and jumping around and we're all just good. <laughs> I love I, that. I yeah. have two very important questions. Yes. First of all, what is his name? His name Bubbly. Bubbly. <laughs> we call him Bubs or I call him Bubba. Uh, call I him love little Bubs. Bubba. Yeah. That's so good. Um, yeah. Just, he's just like our little Bubba. He's just super cute. Um, and he's just, he is really bubble. He's a different, he's a, a Japanese Harlequin rabbit. So he's a lot more active and he's jumping around, hopping on everything, adventure. So it kind of suits his personality. He's super bubbly. <laughs> so yeah, that's his name. <laughs> awesome. And second question, are we getting pictures in the show notes? Oh, 100%. They okay, are, they, they're already sharing the same litter bin. They eat hay together. I think even one time they did a Lady in the Tramp moment and they got the same piece Aww. of hay. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. So definitely pictures uh, pictures to come in the show notes. So you got to check that out. So I love just, that so yeah. much. And awesome. he's even like curious in my studio. I was doing some sewing over the weekend and he was 
seeing what's up. I go, you're going to see me doing a lot of this. So I like <laughs> having them close by. So it's been good. And he even hopped up on, like I have the, a ledge on my drafting table and he hopped in between it almost in my fabric bin. He's just all up in everything. It's so cute, but he's not nibbled on anything. So he's just curious. So just good. good. <laughs> well, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. So Yay for new, Yay. new additions to the family. That's yeah. So awesome. It's, mm-hmm, yeah. All right. Well, that was definitely a big weekend then. Um, Indeed. Mm -hmm. So should we uh, hop into our main topic? Yeah. All right. So sometimes we get a little too into our typical shirts and pants and for some of us cardigans combos and we forget that we have other (laughs) options where a dress might feel too formal. Changing out your pants for a skirt is a great way to change things up. So confession time. I don't wear a lot of skirts, but I used to wear them all the time when I was younger, and I'm not quite sure what changed. So let's talk about these neglected, or at least in my case, neglected wardrobe staples. So first off, um, I just told you I don't wear skirts very often nowadays. Do you guys wear skirts very often? I I do, I think. Um, I'm a big like spring and summer skirt mm-hmm. wearer. I like skirts with sandals. And like a t-shirt. So definitely, definitely my skirts tend to be on the more casual end. And definitely with skirts, comfort is a big factor Mm -hmm. for me and big pockets. Mm, Yes, pockets. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. definitely more warm weather skirt wear over here. How about you, Meg? Yeah, I, well, I actually used to wear a lot of skirts, you know, when I used to go to the club and stuff. I used to, like, that was, like, my go-to. I had, like, um, this, like, leather skirt I would wear all the time. Like, and so that was, like, my my going out, uh, usually attire. Uh, I'd wear skirts. Um, and now I've been wearing them so much this summer. And I actually used to wear, I, I wear a lot of skirts in the winter, too, because I love, like, tights and boots, like, that kind of look with the skirt. So... I kind of took a break on them, but now this year I've been wearing them all the time. I was literally wearing them one this morning until I cooked bacon and got bacon grease all over. <laughs> oh, no. It really flies out of the pan. You got yeah, it does. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, oh, I, I like them. All right. So, Amanda, kind of spring and summer, Meg year round. Mm-hmm. So, um, I actually wanted to get into that a little bit. Um, because for me, one of the things about skirts is I don't want to wear them when it's particularly cold. So I wanted to talk about the obstacles to wearing skirts in the colder seasons. Um, and for me, it's straight up that my legs get cold. And while I like the look of tights, my problem is that the skirts always kind of stick to the tights. And then oh. they kind of bunch and they're weird. And I, you have I a solution have a for me. for that. <laughs> Spray hairspray on your on on over the tights. Really? What? Mm-hmm. It works. Because when I was um doing uh when I was um in dance, so we would have a lot of costumes. We'd wear uh, skirts with tights uh, mm-hmm. when we go on the stage, and that was one of our tips. You would spray hairspray over the tights, and it wouldn't cling. Huh? Interesting. And it worked. That's I tried terrific. it. Like, yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, it's a really good tip. Even on like knit tights. Yeah. Really. 
I need to get some hairspray. <laughs> test it out. <laughs> yeah, test it out. All right. No, it's so, been a yeah. long time since I've had the hairspray. I know. <laughs> I have hairspray I use twice a year. Um, right. <laughs> along with my mascara. Um, all right. So that's one <laughs> obstacle to wearing skirts in the winter and a solution. So what other what are the other obstacles? What do you guys think? You know, for me, I think it comes down to I don't want to have two tight things around my waist at the same time. Uh, so if I've got like the skirt hitting me in the waistband and I've also got tights kind of hitting me tight in the waist, it's just not um, it's just not super comfortable. I'm sure there's an easy fix and I should probably start with making some more leggings and some like high quality leggings and switching mm-hmm. up the placement of the waistband. I, I think there's... There's a lot of potential solutions for that. I just know why I haven't done it much in the past. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I find the tights with those the wider bands. Like yeah. I only buy tights. Um, I find actually my favorite tights have been from H and M. They have a really good, like inexpensive uh, tight that has like that really wide band, and I find them so so comfortable and like nice and thick and not uh, sheer for winter tights. But also you can. Um, you can find tights. I know even at dancewear stores, because I used to wear them when I um, didn't know my dancing days would come up so much in skirts. <laughs> but tights that are foot and they're they're kind of like a jumpsuit. So because I totally understand what you mean. You have the elastic waist, mm-hmm. and it's just like so much digging into yeah. um, the midsection. Um, but sometimes you can find tights that just kind of are full body tights, which I I loved to, uh, to wear. Mm-hmm. And even if you wear leggings, like you can make like le- like make like a tight like unitard legging too. Like totally, that could t- for sure work. Yeah, and be that solution. And then it'll be the t- a tank underlayer as well. So you have you know your legs are warm, and then it doesn't cut in the stomach, and then you have like a tank layering piece. Hmm. I like that. I think I think that's the trick. It's like yeah, getting some variation with where the tights or leggings hit you mm-hmm. and where the skirt hits you, and that's probably. That's probably the easiest solution. I just, I haven't, I don't know. I don't know that many kind of winter skirt patterns. So I'm happy and excited to get to that portion of our conversation. Um, Cause I just haven't, I haven't branched out. I think I like summer fabrics better, but if I, mm-hmm. if I were to actually make something in like a winter weight fabric, that was a skirt, I'd probably be more tempted to wear it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was actually flipping through, um, my like skirt I always remind on my website I flip through um all my skirt projects I just categorize them and I'm realizing I mainly make like winter skirt I think the fabrication really comes down to it I have like yeah a faux suede skirt a faux fur metallic skirt I have a holiday skirt I have uh my favorite one is like a a pleated velvet skirt so it's like thicker and so I'm like I don't I actually don't have as many summer skirts I think that's why I made so many this year because that was a really big gap in my wardrobe. So definitely a winter consideration. Yeah. I think it's the fabric. I, I couldn't yeah. see myself wearing a linen skirt in the in the winter. I just think that would – I don't know. Um, or something to like flower. I think the color – I think the colors too, eh? Like even yeah. if the fabric is really bright, I just – for a skirt that's like flowy, I just – that would be something that I would just – not feel right wearing in the winter. I need like a nice 
like dark like plaid skirt or like mm-hmm. a like a fall floral with like lots of burgundies and evergreens and stuff. So that's like a huge like obstacle. It's like the fabric for sure. Not even the weight, but the color too. Even like that's kind of weird to say, but yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. And that was actually the next thing I wanted to talk about. So let's kind of go into that a little bit more um, formally. Um, but I, I've, I've heard excitement about two different kinds. So Let's actually start with winter because we're already kind of talking about that. Um, so fabrics and patterns for winter skirts or maybe fabrics and styles, um, whatever makes most sense to you guys. Let's start with Meg because she has ideas and thoughts. And Well, honestly, I use not really many patterns. I just cut a rectangle and sew <laughs> an elastic band in it. Like I really don't, the ones that I'm looking at, they're all kind of elasticated skirts that, um, and they're kind of that midi length. I think a good yeah. winter skirt that I like is it kind of comes like below the knee. So even when you're wearing it, you just see boot. But then when you like sit down across your, then you see like you do wear the tights underneath for warmth. But like for patterns, like I actually don't use patterns really for my, uh, for my winter skirts. Huh. <laughs> Just got a rectangle Just and get a rectangle and go an for it. In. Nice. <laughs> you know, I think that's probably that's probably why I don't make a lot of winter skirts. Is that I really like elasticated waistbands, whether mm-hmm. it's just flat in the front and elasticated in the back, which oh, I've made yeah. several of those. But I feel like winter weight fabrics don't work as well for those because they're just too, when you gather them, you know, if you've got a fabric that's bottom weight, that's heavy at all, yeah. it doesn't, if, if you've got too much poof, then it kicks out and it doesn't lay right. So I think that's probably, I think I probably just need to branch out pattern wise um, mm-hmm. and try something different. Cause I tend to, I have a couple of skirt patterns that are my favorite and they're probably more in the like summer skirt category. Um, but I've definitely hacked them a bunch to make them more winter appropriate, either by making them a little bit longer, um, adding a placket, switching up the pockets, um, those kinds of things, but I haven't really ventured out into different kinds of fabrics. But since we were kind of preparing for this conversation, I definitely started thinking about like a a small whale corduroy skirt, mm. you know, oh, something yes. like a, not a super heavyweight corduroy, something that had a pretty fine whale. Um, and I don't know, now I can't get that out of my head and I need a pattern for it. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what always happens. Every time. Oh, Absolutely every time. Yeah. You know, I uh, I was just sitting here thinking as you were talking about your rectangles, Meg, um, about the one skirt that I have made recently was actually kind of more of a cosplay style thing. And um, I kind of prefer my my skirts gored, but I did almost a, almost the same philosophy. I took my hip measurement and um, then added, you know, a few inches for um, ease. Yeah. And then I um, figured out, I, I divided that by, I think, eight and um, took that, that, that measurement, that, that eighth measurement was the waistband. And then the, and then I just flared it. I, I did one one right angle straight down that was the side seam or the center front and then i flared it out um about four inches 
at the bottom. Um, and both of these were kind of midi length. And then I just kind of connected the lines and I did the center front and the center back on the folds. And then the side ones I did as they were and um, seamed them up the side seams and it would go on over my hips. And then I put a little elastic waist in and it was wow. basically what you were talking about, except slightly gored. <laughs> That's so mm. cool that, yeah, basically made your own, like, stylized pattern for sure. That's awesome. Yeah, it was, I mean, it wasn't particular, I mean, it's not like, it's not like high fashion. It's very cosplay-ish basic no, no, skirt, no, but, but it's, it's still like, but yeah. it's basic, like, it's not like a rectangle, like, there's, like, seams in it and stuff. Shape awesome. to it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Yeah. So there, I had forgotten about that, but that that's in my closet, a couple, a couple versions of that of different lengths. So, oh really? Oh, I, do you have any pictures of them? I want to um, see. God, I don't think I do, but I can probably take some. We'll see. Do you ever do you ever sew the gores in like contrast fabric? No, not yet. I suppose I could if I wanted to make it like party colored or something. Yeah, I would just think I love uh, a gored skirt with like the the gores or a different fabric or even just like a color. I think that's such a pretty color block. That would be the first thing why I would even go a skirt is for a color pop opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I like A-line skirts and gores are no, a nice, nice way to do that. Uh, yeah. Actually, the next thing I need to do is start working on some godets because I really love godets. But, uh, oh, yeah. I think that's the next skirt I need in my wardrobe is I need to like, yeah, do some – elevating of just like on my basic shape because I definitely mm -hmm. like a little swing mm -hmm. to it. I think, you know what? That is totally my next skirt make. It's going to be one with gourds or godets or, or both. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, I'm doing the inspiring <laughs> this time. Oh Yay, God. me. <laughs> I know. Yay. Plus, you never know what will happen. You never do. <laughs> All right. So you were talking about uh, some velvet, some faux suede. Um, I feel like some wools would probably be nice. Some light, lighter weight wools, not like super heavy stuff. Mm -hmm. um, what else is good in the winter, do you think? Uh, I think denim too is good. Oh, yeah. Denim. We mm -hmm. haven't really – I feel like we've been talking largely about like woven skirts. And yes. I think for winter, it you know, you could go the knit route with something that was – Probably less stretchy, but it, like a ponte, mm -hmm. I think, could be nice for something totally. a little bit more form-fitted um, and also, like, pretty warm. Yeah. Even a sweater knit yeah. for sure could work. Like a Fun. snuggly sweater, like, skirt would be so cute. Yeah, super cute. Even if it wasn't that tightly woven, as long as you lined it, it could be really cute. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, maybe a contrast uh -huh. lining. So it's kind of, you know, peeking out in a different color. Oh, uh, that that's a great Thanks. idea. I, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where this is coming from, you guys. Maybe I'm just tired. <laughs> yeah, and even like canvases can work. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, like twills and all sorts. Yeah, anything you would make pants out of, you can you can totally skirt it too. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Skirt, Skirt it. it. Skirt it. <laughs> I think we just found the title of our episode. Oh, geez. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, what about summer? What do you do differently in the summer then? I feel like the beauty of 
summer skirts is that you can kind of make them out of anything. I mean, I just feel like you can do quilting cottons. You can do, Mm um, I mean, you could do decorator weight. I've used some thrifted fabric that I'm fairly certain was supposed to be used for curtains. And I made a really (laughs) lovely skirt out of it. It had like a little texture to it. Um, I mean, I definitely go linen. I go gingham in the summer. Um, but I feel like, yeah, you can just kind of turn anything into a skirt, which is kind of yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even like chiffons. I love doing like uh, I have like a chiffon skirt cover up, and even you can wear um it over a bunch of stuff. And yeah, basically that's such a good point, Amanda. Like anything goes in this summer. Yeah, <laughs> you could even yeah, just like a piece of fabric. You don't even have to sew it. You just Tie it around your waist and ba-doom, you got a summer skirt. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. (laughs) Totally. And I love, um, Meg, your Niagara skirt design. Was that – so that was – it's a wraparound skirt that has Mm -hmm. kind of a waterfall hemline and a tie. And was that – that was knit, right? Yeah, it was a knit. Yeah. Uh, It was like a pre – like kind of uh, had a pleated treatment, but it was Mm – it's stretchy. I'm surprised actually how much I've worn that skirt – this summer, I've worn it so so much. Um, yeah, yeah, it's it's a really good, really good skirt. I need to make another one for sure. I want to try and make. You know what? Maybe I could try making a fall one. I have a. Oh, I could fun. Like work in like. I have this skirt that I bought uh, a bunch of years ago, and I love it. And it's like a blank. It's like a wool kind of. It looks like a blanket skirt, but it's kind of wrapped, and it kind of just looks like a blanket's wrapped around you with like a cool zipper. And I want to try that with the Niagara skirt. I have some, um, a bunch of some Pendleton wool that's. Mm. uh, It's a little secret project we're working on that we're super excited. But I have some leftover. I'd love to make like a wraparound. Um, wool skirt. I think that would be really pretty with boots because you could see the boots yeah, in the front. Yeah, the high-low. Yeah. Love that. And then you have like uh, that thing that you were talking about, Amanda. I know, we keep going back to winter skirts. Just- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have, it's August now. We, it's we, August. We know, it's summer sewing. We need to halt. <laughs> but with, um, that has like a, you use the fab, like um, or a contrasting even fabric so you don't have the bulk of two more layers of the fabric and then elastic right. and then all that, that bulk too at the waistline. But um, another thing that uh, I forgot to mention when you were talking about that, what I have done with my fall um, elastic waist skirts is I find actually um, – uh, what do they call like fashion elastic? So even the elastic is just the waistband itself, so you mm. don't have to case it. Because I found I had this like green elastic, and um, you can buy like really pretty elastics that you don't need to even cover. So that's what my kind of solution is to reduce bulk on elastic. That's a great mm-hmm. idea. Yeah, winter skirts. Yeah, I love that, I love that kind so, of elastic. It's summer. so soft. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. <laughs> Um, I do have a few favorite patterns that I wanted yes, to mention um, for summer skirts. Yeah. And I think I think if you do make some adjustments, they could, these could totally work for more winter um, wear. I love the Justine skirt by Ready to Sew. It's actually a free mm. skirt pattern, and it's got a placket, these really cute fold-over 
um, pockets. And that one is just a straight waistband, but I actually altered it to have the elasticated waistband. I just took a little bit of width out of the back. And um, I love that skirt. It's definitely, it's kind of that midi length. Um, I'm a big, big fan of the Clio skirt by Made by Ray, which has um, a front, flat front waistband, and the skirt is slightly gathered in the front. The back is elasticated, and it's got these big scoop pockets that I just love. And I've made that, I've made that skirt in um, mystery home decor fabric. <laughs> I've made it in silk knoll. Um, and I've made it, I made it in quilting cotton and I've made it in eye cat. And I just, I love it because I think it is really easy to dress up with pattern selection, but it's also like probably the skirt that I reach for the most in like a casual setting with like a t-shirt. Um, I love the axle skirt by Megan Nielsen patterns. Oh yeah. Um, that's more of like a pencil skirt. You'd sew it up in more of a stable knit. And, um, I just, I really, I like that skirt with kind of more of a boxy style top um, just to kind of balance out the silhouette. And it's just, and it's also super comfortable. Like knit skirts mm-hmm. are just oh, yeah. knit next level oh, comfort. so comfy. Um, and what I've been doing recently, which I will probably, I'll share on the So Intel Instagram yes. feed, is I have been, um, I have been chopping up all of my dresses from last <laughs> summer um, and turning them into skirts, which I I don't know. I think really when we were talking about refashioning a couple of weeks ago, that just kicked me off on this journey and I've done it to two dresses and, um, and I've, it's, you know, it really started out with me not wearing the dresses as much this summer for whatever reason, but really loving the fabric that I had used. So I've been like chopping off the bodice, folding over the top, making a little casing for elastic and then just wearing the thing like 15 minutes (laughs) later and I've been loving it. So definitely not anything complicated, but all in the pursuit of like wearing things I've made. And if they're not wearing them, if I'm not wearing them, then reworking them into something I will wear. So I like a skirt hack. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Very yeah, I was, much. I was, yeah, I was hoping you'd bring that. I was like, yeah. you've done so many, like, yeah, chopping off the dresses. That's yeah. So funny. <laughs> I know. I hope I don't regret it later. But Do you make I, the, the tops into tops or you just discard the top? You know, they're usually too short at that point. Uh, but my daughter um, my daughter likes to wear them around with, like, <gasps> leggings and oh, shirts cute. underneath. Yeah, they look like little like Western vests, and she's very proud of them. Um, But yeah, it's pretty funny. Uh, um, The other thing that I've done quite a bit um, is if I found like I found a pants waistband that I really loved, and that's the um, Emerson pants by True Bias. And I have so I used the waistband and basically the pleating and the pockets of those pants to make um, two skirts that I was wearing a bunch about That's two summers really good ago. Idea. Yeah. Cause it's, I mean, all you do is you, you borrow the waistband again, that one has like the, um, the flat waistband in the front elasticated in the back and, and pleats and pockets and you just turn it into a skirt. It's pretty easy. Nice. 
Yeah, I've never thought about doing that before. That like that is genius. That's a great idea because so, yeah, there are some like even when I did my and we'll get to this later my skirt comparison some waistbands I liked better than like it was they yeah. it was just you know that perfect width mm-hmm. it was just right it, like it didn't twist but I yeah never thought about like changing them up to swap patterns like maybe even if you have a skirt waistband that you like you can put that on pants you know totally That's such a good idea <laughs> Uh-oh. So much Uh-oh. inspiration. <laughs> All right. I know. Well, um, I wanted to jump really quickly back a little bit and talk about the transitional seasons um, for spring and fall. Uh, do you guys do anything different for spring and fall skirts? Or are we just, you know, saying, look at the weather and decide whether to wear your winter or your summer skirt? <laughs> yeah, I think when it comes to skirts... Um, it's either winter mm-hmm. or summer for me. And then with the idea that I'll probably layer up with leggings or tights or sandals or, you know, and, and make pick other things that kind of fit best with the temperature mm-hmm. that day. Yeah, I have some skirts that can work for um, in between too. Like I find denim skirts can work for summer mm-hmm. and fall. Good and point. even like my um, – if you've, uh, if you, any of you've t- tuned into Style Revive yet, my free episode is is up that I make a denim wrap skirt, and like that totally I would wear in the summer and the fall so for cute. sure. So mm-hmm. definitely denim skirts. Like anyone that I have can definitely be tra- transitional. And I also have this one, one of my favorite skirts that I've made from actually like uh, a pattern is this kind of retro Berta style one. It's number 113 from the 06 2019 issue. And I made it in this like really bright yellow. Uh, I think it was, what kind of fabric was that? It was like a thicker, uh, a thicker twill, um, but it was in like a vibrant yellow. And so that kind of summery color lended itself to summer, but I've also worn it, you know, with dressed up for fall with like a tucked in like black sweater and I, Mm -hmm. and it has like contrasting like tortoise uh, buttons. I like a button up front skirt. Uh, Yeah. The the nice contrast button. So that's kind of one of my favorite favorite styles for sure. And yeah, I guess it just depends. um, But I would never wear, yeah, like my super summery lightweight ones in the over over tights and then my wool ones and the <laughs> yeah I guess yeah denim yeah. denim is never Denim's goes transitional. out you can You're always wear your sure. denim <laughs> I don't know I kind of like I kind of like the look of a a fairly straight like knee length tweedy skirt Ooh. um for the fall I just feel like that kind of yells fall and then you know if it's cold it gets the tights and if it's not particularly yeah, cold you know- it doesn't get the tights and it can be kind of that that middle of the range thing there. I say this even though this is not something I would probably ever wear because that's not a good look on me. <laughs> but I really like it on, you know, models and stuff. <laughs> I love yeah, and the Chanel yeah. fashion show is a great place to see a nice tweet. <laughs> oh nice yes. Chanel's yeah. Oh, we must be getting close to our fall fashion um well, episode. Yeah. Well, I guess um I need to I know there was some I know, I guess it was in the, well, the shows that would be showing fall next, um, no, I'm trying to, no, those shows oh, no, they in went, February. they so went they in like were, February, right? Yeah, yeah, no, that's what I'm thinking, yeah. So I don't know what's happening with the shows coming up in September. Yeah. I would just, oh, with yeah. the, the pandemic, like, because, you know, fashion show, everyone's kind of crammed in. So yeah. I, I'm curious to see what they're going to do. I, I heard some designers are doing, um, 
you know, kind of remote shows where it's just kind mm-hmm. of the catwalk and they just film it. So I'm, I would be curious to know kind of coming up, but definitely a fall one. I'll have to go look back at the um, – remember what all my favorites were yeah. from the <laughs> from the Yeah, we're going to have to get that one sure. on the list. I don't think it's yeah. on there yet. All right. Sorry. That was a that was a no, detour no, there. I don't know what, mm-hmm. what about early August is apparently making me think about fall. Yes, I do. Okay. Um, <laughs> so one last thing. Amer- <laughs> Amanda talked about some of her uh, TNT skirt patterns. Uh, I know, Meg, you said you mostly do – um, just self-drafted. Do you have any TNTs you want to talk about? Or Well, I will share my, um, in the next segment, I okay. definitely found a new TNT. So we, We'll wait on that one then. We'll and, wait on that. And I, like I said, I don't do a lot of skirt wearing, but I do have one very favorite skirt. It's from um, SBCC, and they do, um, they have a, it's a knit uh, maxi length with kind of a mermaid flare at the bottom. And um, I have it in a knit rayon. And I've actually, I have some more knit rayon waiting for me to make another one. It's just super comfy. It's, I don't know if it's actually elegant, but I feel elegant when I'm wearing it. <laughs> and it makes me very happy and I love it. So um, I will link that in the show notes. That it is cute, so cute, right? Was did you make one for your uh, Vienna capsule? Did you make a skirt for that? No, I actually remember? skipped skirts because I didn't oh. want to. I didn't want to have to walk around Vienna either wearing tights or, oh, right. um, or having my thighs rubbed together because that is another one of my problems. Um, so I ha- I I did yeah. have a dress, um, but other than that, everything I wore was pants. And a, t- a tip that I have. I'm yes, tell us more tips. tips. <laughs> Yay, bring it. So um, that's definitely an issue that I have. That's why I would, I was been so hesitant wearing. Especially in of, the summer. Skirts is, you know, yeah, the, mm-hmm. the thigh rub. Um, and so I took the Loveland leggings and I cropped them off. And I made um, out of white spandex and I made a con- like a t- control top band. So I cut them lower and then I like doubled it and folded it over to make these kind of biker shorts that I wear um, mm-hmm. underneath all my skirts. And I didn't hem the edge like I, I um, on the, the lower seams, like I tucked my serging back in. So it kind of gave that seamless look and without the serging unraveling. So there are a lot, I have these like biker shorts that are so comfortable. Like my, they're breathable and they're nice and smoothing and they like tuck everything in. And so that's what I wear. Nice. That's a good idea. Yeah. I'll do that every once in a while, but it's just like a, yeah. Mm -hmm. When on those, like kind of like, or for, if I'm, you know, going out or if I'm just running at the grocery store, I mean, I don't really really care, but (laughs) if it's, yeah, if it's a long walk or something, I just feel like Wearing one of my nice skirts for sure, just like a little pair of shorts underneath always. Yeah, feels for good. sure. <laughs> Especially mm-hmm. windy days, eh? Oh my yeah. god! I in the city too. I I mean, I probably don't look as good as Marilyn Monroe when I'm standing <laughs> over a subway grate and my skirt goes flying up. I'm just like, ah. that's happened to me so many times living in yeah, the city. Yeah, for for biking too. I feel like um, that's a good option because oh. Totally. Definitely. Yeah. A, I know a lot of sewists who bike as well. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, because skirts are hard to, definitely hard to buy and being conscious of, yeah, um, yeah of that. So I definitely, um, I actually kind of avoid skirts biking, but I definitely could wear those when mm-hmm. I'm biking. I didn't think of that. Totally. So, yeah. Wow. All right. I, yeah, I know. I didn't <laughs> expect this conversation to be like so 
so inspiring skirt wise for me. Uh, but let's go ahead and take a break and then let's hear about Meg's TNT yeah. pattern. Yeah. So I was on the search for the perfect casual summer skirt pattern with an elasticated waist and pockets. So I decided to make three and compare them. Pattern comparisons can be great for helping to determine fit, sizing, and proportion when future pattern shopping for yourself and others. I know I was inspired to do one after I saw a jeans one online. I find that super helpful. And I thought, you know what, I can, yeah, I can do one of these myself. And I feel like it's not only helpful for myself, but for others too. So there is a post up on sodaily.com where you can kind of see um, all three skirts that I've made. So I tried to find skirts that were elasticated waist, had a either with a drawstring or not, and with pockets, and that you could just woven and pull on, and I made them all in linen, because I wanted to find that kind of go-to skirt pattern, and I definitely Mm -hmm. found that, and it was just kind of the one that, since I made them all, I've, like, worn it, like, so much. I was, like, literally wearing it this morning. It's just so comfy, and it's cute, and... um, super cool. So have you guys ever done, uh, um, before I talk about um, more in depth about the certain skirts, have you guys ever done like a pattern comparison, like picking a style of silhouette and just going and searching, finding three different patterns from companies and making them all just to kind of see which one you'd like best? I have not done one like formally, but I love it when people do that for yeah. me. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think that um, I think it was Kylie in the machine did one on elastic waist pants and oh, she did a couple yes. of um, mm. kind of recent releases. And I think it was it's so helpful to just see mm-hmm. the variation in the silhouettes see the variations in how different designers kind of approach sizing and fit for that mm-hmm. silhouette. And then kind of like, I think you can really make a super informed decision about what's going to be best for you based on what you want and how you want it to fit. So mm-hmm. I just, I find them super, super helpful, especially, you know, if you're looking at sketches of pants patterns and they they may look very similar, but there are all these mm-hmm. these new nuances mm-hmm. um, once they're kind of sewn up um, in different fabrics. I think that's another part of it too, is just seeing yes. how you know different patterns work with different fabrics um, and kind of comparing them from there. So I I love it when people do them, especially if you're looking at a sketch. Um, yeah, the sketch may not necessarily be designed to really show all of the like the sketch is the the um designer's idea of what it looks like but it's their Mm -hmm. idea of what it looks like on whatever their sketching croaky looks like exactly it it doesn't necessarily have like and of course if you're looking at it and you're like okay so this is on a you know sort of fashion style um design okay this might tell me what the size four is going to look like but it's not going to tell me what the size 16 is going to look like um and so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Also, I find these are so helpful just seeing – because you can look up different patterns on different – you know, if you just search a certain pattern and see it made on different body. But to see the same body right. in different yeah, exactly. brands, like that is just so visually – like you can see, oh, look, like that, you know, that certain size or, or brand looks, you know. And if you, if you find uh, – you know, you find um, – a sewist who you follow who has a similar body proportions to you. I know, Amanda, you ha- have um, that. I love that movement where pe- sewists are putting their 
their measurements and their Instagram yes. po- profiles to find you what your so body. So helpful. Your, what, did, what do they call it? The, your like body double or yeah, like you, that. Yeah, I think it's your body your, double. Yeah, your, your, your twin, your sewing <laughs> body twinsy or something. Yes. Yeah, I love that. Uh, I still have to do – I've always been meaning to do that. Uh, I'm going to put mine in there because I just – I think that's super helpful. Oh, so, totally. Because you can't tell anything on oh Instagram gosh, about no. proportions or, you know, no. like how the photograph was taken um, because I – you know, it just – I feel like it's really, really hard – to get any sense mm-hmm. of um, scale on Instagram, mm-hmm. so those I think those proportions really help. And I've I've used the, that quite a bit. Like if I see someone mm-hmm. has made something that I'm interested in, I'll check and see if they have their measurements listed, oh. so I can kind of get a a sense of yeah. um, how it'll work for me. But I love that; so helpful. Mm-hmm. I know I finally got Julian to take. Uh, photos of me kind of from upwards he's he used to like do like the down up I'm like you can't you can't shoot me like leaning down and up you gotta go yeah. from up down <laughs> I'm like well you can see like everything from the down up yeah oh, Mark so uh, Mark tilts the can holds the camera like at his face and then tilts it forward and I'm like don't don't do that if you need to get further yeah. down don't do that. Take it down. <laughs> yes, Actually, yes. It, it's bend. like drop your know, hands, but don't bend. It's... The, but it's it's like impossible. I've I've started taking my uh my little camera stand outside and and taking delayed shot pictures because he just he can't he can't. I love you, Mark. I do. I love you. But you acknowledge you're not a great photographer. He does. <sighs> They'll need to get you an eight-year-old because oh, eight-year-old Ruby, perfect, the- perfect height. Eight-year-olds are so, <laughs> so useful. Yeah, she's. <laughs> they I are. Oh. Yeah, she charges a lot though. So there's. That. Oh, dang. yeah. We couldn't afford her. You know, yeah, you can't afford her. I do have an eight-year-old, but she doesn't have opposable thumbs, and she's real short. So, um, yeah, Maggie's eight. Oh yeah, <laughs> kitty cat. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking, I was like, I don't Mm-mm. think bunnies can take photos. But I've been no. wanting to get, um, you can get like the blue, um, Bluetooth, like a clicker with a tripod. Because yeah. I hate like taking the, um, you do the the timer and then running and then you got to do it in time. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I want to get one of those like clickers uh, for sure. Um, so yeah. Anyways, photographing <laughs> our skirts coming up. <laughs> <laughs> So for my skirt, I first made the um, the Donovan skirt by Helen's Closet. Then I made the LB uh, by LB Textiles, the Lolly skirt, which is actually a free download. And then a Berta Style skirt because <laughs> I just had to include that yeah. one of those in there just because I'm, you know, knowing my size for so long there. I made uh, one from the April 2015 issue number 127. And I wanted to make them all in the same fabric. So um, I got all linen and kind of the same weight, uh, just different colors because I wanted, you know, to see a bit of a uh, bit of separation between them. Um, oh, actually, no, I didn't make the, the lol. I got linen for it, but it actually took a lot more fabric than I thought it did. So I actually, I had this kind of more uh, drapey crepe for that. I forgot. I bought linen for it, but I didn't actually use it, but it was the same color. So yeah. And it was just interesting to see, like they all had the same, um, pocket shapes and they all had elasticated waistbands and similar, similar lengths, um, and in silhouette ish type things. But I found that, um, 
like the Berta one had like a smaller waistband. And then I found out that I just didn't like that as much of a smaller waistband. I really liked the the width of the Helen's Closet um, Donovan mm-hmm. skirt waistband. I think overall that was – that's definitely my new go-to one. That definitely kind of oh, nice. won this round. Yeah, that I'm obsessed with that skirt. It's just like the pockets are – are deep enough without being too deep. Like it was the perfect hem length and the waistband was just like the perfect, the perfect weights, um, perfect uh, width, sorry. <laughs> waistband was the perfect width. And yeah, and I liked the drawstring element of it. Mm-hmm. And I just felt that it just fit and looked really nice. And it was also really easy to sew in the lolly skirt. I did like the flowy nature of it, but I don't think I would sew it again because you had to gather it mm-hmm. before you um, installed the weight, which I – the ease of an elasticated waist skirt is <laughs> I don't have yep. to do any gathering. Yeah, So I don't think that I would make that again. And I – the Berta – I like how Berta does like a, things a little – a little bit different. Uh, so they had kind of gathered pockets, which I thought were interesting. Um, so I probably would make that one again. I found it and it had a hem facing with slit. It was definitely more unique, but I didn't like the waistband. It was a bit too thin and I would, the pockets just se- seemed a little bit too high on my hip. I would definitely play around with that. I was thinking of even like taking those pockets and putting them mm-hmm. on the Donovan skirt or something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it was just really interesting to see. I listed out all of the sizes that I, I sewed them all in in the uh, in my post, but it was just super interesting. And I kind of judged it by which one mm. am I reaching for when for the purpose of just kind of uh, going out and about kind of around my house while still like you know, looking cute. And definitely the Donovan skirt did that for me. I felt felt the best in it. And that's the one I would definitely make again. So it was just kind of, yeah, interesting. And I totally <laughs> want to do more. <laughs> totally want to do more. So I wanted to ask you guys, so if you were to do like your own kind of skirt comparison for like an everyday casual skirt, what would be some of the features that you would need um, for yours? I don't know what it is about skirts, but I feel like, I don't know, there are, maybe there's just more variety in pockets for skirts Mm -hmm. than there are for pants. So I did, I mean, I was checking out your post and I loved all of those skirts on you. I think they're all super successful. Oh Um, yeah, for sure. And, um, but I do, I, I love, I love a big pocket. I like (laughs) comfortable waistband. Mm -hmm. Um, I d- it is interesting that there aren't as many button-up um, placket yeah. skirts out there. I mean, it's a super easy hack to do, and I've done mm-hmm. it plenty. But um, but I do I do find that um, that usually pocket waistband and placket are kind of my my th- my three mm-hmm. kind of favorite oh, like features of skirts. Pocket. Yeah, yeah, like a front placket. Yeah, yeah, cool. I think. Okay, I guess Probably days. not go days, but definitely <laughs> gores or s- something that causes yeah. it a okay, that gives yeah. it a a, um, a a sort of an A line shape. I would definitely be looking for that that bit of flare because, like I said, um, pencil skirts and straight skirts not so great on me. Um, and I think I agree that I would like some sort of pockets, um, even if they're just big enough to fit my phone. I get 
irritated when I have to walk around and can't put my phone in my pocket. And um, I agree, some sort of comfortable waist span, probably elasticated. Um, so yeah, pretty pretty similar to you guys. I think I would be looking a little bit more at my preferred silhouette, but um, yeah. But I could definitely go either way on woven or knit. Um, yeah, and Mm -hmm. You know, and I think that woven and knit skirts get that flare shape in different ways, and that's totally fine. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Cool. I also, and, I think yeah. I, I do really love drawstrings on skirts. I, I think it's like a, it's a nice way to break up and make an elastic waistband a little bit more interesting, I think. Uh -huh. it, it might, it's probably a little bit more casual um to have the a drawstring like that but I, I don't know i just i think it does kind of dress up a an elastic waistband yeah that's i i was actually surprised cuz i'm usually not a fan of drawstrings but i was like you know yeah. what i'll sew it to the pattern i didn't want to you know for this the post sake i didn't want to skip on too many details of the pattern mm -hmm. and i was surprised how much i i liked it i was you know thinking oh maybe i'll just omit the drawstring but that was that's one of my favorite features yeah. of the skirt so um i know it's it's for me it's just that extra step of yeah. you know the buttonholes and stuff but it does mm -hmm. like elevate it for sure and yeah. that was for, yeah, one of my favorite details, um, and especially the the drawstring that they um, like the length is really long, and the and I like the, the kind of oh like it's a really the really long bow, which I kind of like. It's kind of it's just a cool detail that I like. I was surprised how long it was when I was sewing it, but I really like it how long it is and what a big bow and how the they come down so much almost to the hem. It just I, I really like it. Yeah, good point. Nice. So do we usually do pattern comparisons for more wearable, like casual garments? Or could we do one for like, I was just thinking like a, it's, I guess it's more hard to do one for specific, like a fancier dress because sometimes they can be more unique to the design or the pattern mm -hmm. company. So is it yeah. because it's more about kind of comfort and general fit for every day? So do you think that kind of more casual garments lend themselves to kind of a comparison post better? I do. Um, I think that that putting the, in, unless you're just doing straight up muslin, I think do putting the effort into something like really fancy or yeah. or special occasion it's it's like what what is the point of spending all of that time and yeah. all of that fabric when you're really just trying to figure out what you like best mm -hmm. um whereas if you're doing it with something casual well maybe you like the donovan skirt the best but that doesn't mean you won't wear the burda style skirt totally sometimes. oh my gosh um, no, yeah for sure and it's so it's, I, I feel like yeah. it makes more sense to do it um for casual things that you want to have several of in your closet as opposed to something that you really only oh, need one idea. or two of in your closet yeah i i think the like the best part of a pattern comparison is that you figure out which one you want to make more of and that is mm -hmm. usually you know a more casual thing but again like i i think all of those skirts that you made were super successful and they do mm -hmm. you know it i think that's like that's an amazing thing about garment design is that those are very there are some parts and pieces of those designs that are very similar but um they have they they mm -hmm have a different vibe once they're sewn yeah, up and I know. so you should just have them all in your wardrobe and you should have a lot of all of them 
Yeah. That's, that's my focus and <laughs> yeah. my, my plan when it comes to elasticated waists. Yeah. Yeah, because you can just see, like, if you, you would even see the line drawing, you're like, I don't even know the difference totally. between, like, some of these skirts. But then they really, like, they do have a different, like, look and feel when you when you make them, even, like, a very similar uh, fabric. So it's just so cool. Um, and so I really want to do more of these. So please let us <laughs> know what you want um, us to do. I know uh, me definitely. I want to do, like – a jumpsuit one, like those jumpsuit ones that are, there's so many jumpsuits that are coming out. They're like kind of a looser, like casual. Yep. Uh, I actually just bought the the new Mimi G Tiffany one and I'm so excited to make it. So I kind of want to find some other ones and do mm-hmm. another comparison. Of Ooh, that would be a good one to compare with the Amy jumpsuit by yes, Classic Core Patterns. Yes. That would be. That would be so, so fun. A, yeah, that would be fun. I think it's, it's hard for me to do pattern comparisons because even if I'm making it for the first time, I just can't help but, like, hack it in some small way. <laughs> like, I have a really hard time making it the way I'm supposed to make it. I'm just. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. But but I so helpful but- for other sewists. Yeah. I would like also like to do my own gene just for the sake of just mm-hmm. for me finding that kind of um, you know fly front classic gene gene ones for for my body. I would like just like on a personal journey to do that one, and even if I did, I would definitely share it. But I would like to do one for me or like a trouser pant or like a more fitted, mm-hmm. um, not you know a loose uh, and a loose elasticated waist pants. So I'd like to do one of those too, but. Yeah, which so if helpful. You were to, yeah, if you were to do one, Kate, like, what would you do it on? What garment would you do a comparison of? I don't know. Probably, <laughs> probably some, probably some sort of top, either a, um, either some sort of flowy tank top, or maybe some like three quarter length sleeve uh, tunic top, something like that. Yeah. You know, I've seen some helpful ones with woven tanks because yes. even though like woven tank is a yeah. very simple garment, like there's they a lot can... that goes into mm-hmm. it. The, the mm-hmm. curve of the, the um, dart location strap. and yes. the so dead. many, oh, so many little things. Um, so I think that would be helpful. Also, um, Meg, if you're shopping for next ideas, <gasps> I think it would Always. be awesome. I've, I've seen a few, um, but t-shirt pattern comparisons because i think that's another thing that people you know you search and search and search until you, you know find what? your favorite i'm one. actually wearing one right now I, yeah you can see me this is one um but i find the sleeves were a little long for a t-shirt so i want to do one of those because i want to know what like because i always am needing kind of basic white yeah t-shirt because i always get them dirty and then i they're never i can never get the stains quite and i yeah. always just wanting a new one if and then i'd like want to dye those ones but yeah a t-shirt one would be so good so helpful yeah really so So just saying you should probably do that i think i should do that one next (laughs) i'm gonna do that one next let's let's put it on the cal put it on the cal (laughs) i love it i just i just got i have a bunch of um knit fabric that i want to turn into t-shirts so that's perfect so perfect Mm -hmm. great wow you have a lot well, to say fun, about you guys. skirts. I know. So <laughs> many skirts. I was like, this will be a short episode. And now 
here we are. <laughs> I know. I love it. I love it. love it. Well, let's let's talk Sojo. I think mm-hmm. I have a feeling it's going to be skirt related. Yeah. Um, this this go around, but this is the portion of the show that is my favorite. We talk about our sewing inspiration. So let's just go around the virtual table. How about you, Meg? Um. Well, actually, I'm doing um. I'm sewing a lot of classic shirts right now. So I'm working on mm. something, uh, filming how to make just like your classic white button up shirt. And it's actually kind of fun to um, go back into like just that basic sewing of doing like the, the pleats on the cuff and the classics collar with the stain, mm-hmm. like that kind of stuff. And so I've been really having a lot of fun with it. And I think I'm going to make Julian one next. I have his and a chambray from. Um, Robert Kaufman. I have a men's shirt cut out for him. So I'm in like classic shirt making kind of mode right now, even though it's for filming, like I'm really enjoying it. And I'm gonna, I want to make like a t-shirt version too, uh, of like a button up t-shirt. So I'm in kind of that mode right now. Nice. I love it. I love button ups. I like, Mm -hmm. I don't know what it is. I love the process. I kind of have to be in the right frame of mind because they're very structured, a lot of steps, but I love sewing collars. I love it. No, I don't too. like wearing them too bad, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. How about you, Kate? All right. Well, I'm still kind of slumping a little bit. Um, so I have my pile of linen staring at me. And I just recently realized that I haven't started my uh, Delphi dress yet. Although I did actually last two weekends ago, I found my bias tape. And I hadn't cut new bias tape. So yay me. Um, So I can do that now if I want to. Um, But what's actually like getting to me. Have you uh, have you guys ever watched the Umbrella Academy on Netflix? (gasps) Literally, Julian was watching that this morning. Yes. So the new season just dropped a couple days ago. We watched six episodes yesterday. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So so you're up on this. Yes. But it's taking place in this in the. 63 i think right now and but it's in dallas so everything's still kind of not quite like full mod yet it's all very like late 50s and it is killing me it's just killing me i'm looking at it i'm like i need to pull out my gertie books and start making Mm -hmm. myself some like vintage 50s dresses because oh my god everybody looks so cute did you fun fact the one um Diego, the character, lived in our building while they, they filmed it in Toronto. So he actually really? lived in our building while filming it because they filmed the first season around the corner from our our place and um, and he, they really liked the area. So yeah, it was all filmed in Toronto. Oh, well, so we, awesome. We, I'm going to yeah. come visit you when they're filming season three. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's a great Just, show. But, yeah. Well, yeah. That Love that show. is amazing cool yeah. i'm gonna have to check it out yeah oh yeah do so uh, yeah it, it's not gonna make a lot of sense to you unless you watch the first season and yeah. that one takes place there. in 1999 in, in 2019 so but uh yeah it's still uh, really good yeah it's really good it's a really good show and um yeah d- not for kids don't don't have your kids watch it good to know <laughs> good to know <laughs> Well, I have to, I have to say, like, I I think I've been sewing a bunch for work as well, um, prepping some samples for an upcoming sew along. And I'm definitely like, I'm having a little athleisure moment and (gasps) I kind of like it. And I think it's, um, I think it's related to my new skating hobby. (laughs) So I've been thinking about, I don't think I'm, I'm going to be as organized as I need to be to actually make a capsule, but 
I have been thinking about the fact that I kind of, I want to keep skating through the fall and Mm -hmm. I probably need some more sweatshirts um, and warm layers for that. So, and I, I think you guys, I think I'm going to have like some neon green and lime green (gasps) in the mix. So I'm going to venture, venture out of my neutral territory just a little bit. Um, a little pop but, here and there. Yeah, a little pop. But I but I'm kind of I'm kind of enjoying it. It's kind of nice. fun. It's kind of fun to just to, you know, do something different. Um and think about, yeah, your your take on athleisure. Mm-hmm. And it's when it's specifically for like a use too. Like I yeah. find that's kind of fun to it's just something different. Totally. Like oh, I'll just kind of just wear this every day, but you you know, I'm gonna I need this to function the way that I need it to for this certain sport that I'm doing. I think mm-hmm. that's really fun too. And I have to tell you, um, I, I follow now a whole bunch of people who sew <laughs> and skates nice. and there's a lot of people and really? people are making such cool things. Like they're, um, if you have suede skates, um, oftentimes you can purchase them. Sometimes they come with them, but this little cap that goes over the toe of the skate to protect wow. it when you're stopping. And you can make those yourself. It's like vinyl, wow. little um, grommets, and you lace them up with your skates when you're putting them on, and then they just flip over and go over the stopper. So, like, I kind of so I cool. love sewing like that, like quick little mm-hmm. projects that you're like, I can make that myself. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So well, awesome. cool. Let's talk so and tell because a funny thing happened. Um, last episode, we asked what fabric manipulation technique you are excited to learn more about. And for whatever reason, we didn't get a lot of responses. <laughs> and we think it's maybe because everyone's just out in their yard dying and painting and stamping and printing, and they just didn't have enough time to answer us. Um, so that's that's what we're going to go with. But it's totally okay. <laughs> Um, I was, I'm totally like taking some next steps with some, um, fabric painting and, um, just thought that was a fun episode and, uh, it's totally okay that we didn't get a lot of responses. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, you are under no obligation to feed our curiosity. Totally. (laughs) Totally. But yeah, like, but I think open invitation anytime you want to answer that question, just let us know. Um, so fun, fun things. And this week we wanted to ask you, what's your favorite skirt style and pattern? And we'll just keep the skirt sojo and inspo um, going. It'll yeah. be it'll be awesome conversation. So let us know. Um, you can comment on our show notes page. You can email us or answer our question when we post at So Intel Pod on Instagram. Let us know. Favorite skirts. Favorite skirts. Yeah. Wow, you guys, this conversation was really interesting. It was. Can we do this again for like pants? Yeah. Totally. Because I and feel like, like this mm-hmm. this did get me in the mood to sew for fall. And I'm definitely I it happens every year. Like I never really <laughs> want to cut myself off from summer sewing. But so these kind of conversations really help, like kind of get me moving on from summer, mm-hmm. sort of. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe we'll do like, yeah, the fall fashion recap yeah. and then we can move. Yeah. So we'll like gear us up for fall sewing uh, for sure. Cause I'm kind of getting like, you know, I'm, I'm getting there. I did you a lot feeling of it? Stuff. Yeah. I am a little bit. Yeah. 
I haven't done any of my summer sewing yet, you guys. Nope. <laughs> There's still time. There's still time. I don't know. I'm just so I I quarantine is not yeah. doing well for my sojo, I think. Um, but that's okay. Yeah. I totally I okay. am an, I am under no obligation to produce no. things for myself. And I just have to remember if I don't feel like doing it, it's okay if I'm not doing it. Exactly. And the summers can last. I know in here, uh, in Toronto, it's yeah. like hot until the end of September. Yeah, absolutely. So we still got, totally. we still got yeah. time for sure. Oh, I know. Yeah, we'll definitely know. have, we'll probably have hot days until October sure. here. Um, or at least fairly warm. Oh, yes. oh yeah. Um, <sighs> mm-hmm. All right, guys. Cool. Great Absolutely. conversation, though, you guys. That All right, you fun. guys. Uh, yeah, skirt it fun. up and uh, happy stitching. Skirt it. Skirt happy it. stitching. Happy stitching. <laughs> For links to everything we talked about in this episode, go to our show notes page at sodaily.com slash sewandtell. If you want to get in touch with us, you can email us at sewandtellpodcast at goldenpeakmedia.com or visit us on Instagram at sewandtellpod. Answer the sewandtell question, tell us your sojo, or just leave us some feedback. If you enjoyed our show, please subscribe on your podcasting platform of choice. And please leave us a review, ideally a good one, because that helps listeners like you find our podcast. And tell your sewing friends about us too. Thanks for listening and happy stitching. Sew and Tell is produced by Meg Healy, Amanda Carestio, and me, Kate Zeinard. Our consulting producer is Ron Doyle, and our executive producer is Jared Mayer. Today on the podcast, we are talking all about skirts. Summer skirts, winter skirts, best skirt fabrics, favorite skirt patterns, and Meg's recent skirt Patterson. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> skirt, skirt Patterson. Patterson.